Welcome to a U School podcast episode for parents, where we partner with you to explore the most pressing dynamics of raising kids to be healthy, happy, and wise. We offer short episodes with actual exercises to download so you can do meaningful, relevant work on the most important project of your life. Contact us if you'd like to bring in one of our speakers to your school or organization to lead interactive workshops for you and other parents in your community. Welcome to the U School podcast for parents. In this episode, we're talking about expanding boundaries. This idea that as parents, we want, hope, pray that our kids will grow up healthy, happy, and wise. The big question I want you to ponder first is what do you want your kids to be like 10 years from now? Not where do you hope that they live? What do you hope they're doing? Not your hope that they're going to make money and get off your payroll someday, but what do you hope that they're like? I know what my wife frequently asks is to imagine what our Thanksgiving table would be like when our kids are adults. I want to tell you a recent story about one of my kids, my son, who in fifth grade was learning how to be more responsible for his schoolwork. And specifically, he had a teacher that required that every quiz or test that came home would be looked at by us and signed off before he brought it back to school. And so early in the year, we weren't we let him know that we weren't going to check his work, we were gonna trust him, and he was gonna take the responsibility to have us sign those tests and quizzes. And our rule was we would not sign anything in the morning before school started. We would only sign it the night before. And so fast forward uh, several months into the school year, and he was doing pretty well. I don't think there was really any time that we noticed where he had forgotten something. And and because he was doing so well and being so responsible, uh, we didn't check up on him until one week. There was one thing that he forgot to get signed. And it was towards the end of the year. And so we sat him down, had a quick conversation. Hey, we want remind you about what your responsibility is. Well, the next day, the next morning as we're getting ready to take the kids to school, getting ready for work, my son frantically came to me a couple minutes before he had to leave and walk out the door to get to school on time and said, Daddy, I need you to sign this. And I put my hand up and said, well, actually, we don't sign anything in the morning, remember? We've told you that hundreds of times. And he said, no, 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 I need you to sign. I I, I need to get this to school. I, I, if I don't get it turned in, uh, I'm going to get benched during recess and lunch. And and today we have this big soccer game we're going to play. And I said, well, son, I told you that I wouldn't sign anything in the morning. I started to walk away. When I walked away, it made him really mad. And maybe you've been there with your kids where they just have huge reaction, big feelings, and get ridiculous with what they say. And so he started to follow me literally into the shower as I'm getting ready for work. And I, again, calmly, but this time with a little bit more force and intensity in my voice, said, no, we do not sign anything in the morning. That was your responsibility to do last night. Cue the blaming and the loud voice and the yelling from my son to me. And somehow in there said something about, it's your fault. He said that to me. Oh, that'll get my feathers ruffled. And so I got into the shower. I wasn't going to sign it. I said, you're going to have to deal with the consequence. You're going to learn to be responsible. And he said something else that was worse. I don't remember, but I heard myself shouting through the bathroom door that was closed, the shower door that was closed. You're going to learn this now because you can't learn this 
10 years from now. You're going to learn to be responsible now when it actually doesn't really matter that much because I don't want you to have to keep learning that lesson when you're an adult, when the stakes are really high. Well, the U-School exists to solve a problem. It's this idea that you can go to school from kindergarten through college. You can take 17 years of school, assuming someone graduates from, high, uh, from college in four years. And that in the entire 17 years, take one course on how to understand yourself. Not just one course, but one class, one class period about how to understand who you are and be in charge of why you do what you do, the trajectory of your life, your identity, your purpose, issues of belonging. We do not get taught that in school. But it's important. It's really the most important thing. It's not as important that you learn math, science, how to conjugate verbs, how to write an essay. All the stuff that we learn in school is important, but it's not as important as understanding who you are and what you're going to do in this world. And that's why we exist, because that hasn't existed in the school system. We want to partner with schools and bring in programs and curriculum so that's, that kids during the school day can think through and get the tools that they need to understand their life through the lens of a story, that they're in charge of the story, and that it's their opportunity to write a great one, a great story with their lives. Well, consider this. Pressure and stress are impacting you and your kids right now. If you have a teenager in the house, I guarantee you have a lot of pressure and a lot of stress. And I also guarantee that your kids do as well. Pressure is that time sensitivity where you only have a limited time to make decisions. And you got to make the decisions quickly. That's pressure. The stress is, it's the variables. It's the risk that you're taking when you make those decisions. You might make the wrong one. You might not get into the college that you want. You might not have the friends treat you well. The stress that comes out in you and your kids impacts your ability to make clear, wise choices, informed decisions, choices for the right reasons. And there are a lot of choices that you and your kids have to make during the teenage years. I'll just name a few. Uh, SAT, ACT, am I gonna take a, when am I gonna take the PSAT? Am I gonna study? Am I gonna take a prep course? Social media, am I going to interact on that today? How am I going to respond? Am I going to post something? Am I going to like something? Am I going to interact with someone? Am I going to send someone something? Dating, social clubs on campus, sports, activities, friends, hanging out with people, college preparation, going to visit schools, applying for college, when, homework, tests, quizzes, exams, AP, AP classes, your schedule throughout the day, eating, all of these are pressure and stress, not just on your kid, but also on you. And one of the things that we've learned, when people are under extraordinary pressure and a lot of stress, what is likely is that you're not going to make wise, informed choices. You're going to react. You're going to go on autopilot. You're going to take the path of least resistance. You're going to take the path that's the least challenging, the least uh, tumultuous, the least risky. You're going to do what's expected of you. You're going to do what you're supposed to do. You're going to do what everyone else expects from you. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're thinking things through, that you're taking a step back and reflecting on who you are, what's most important to you, what you believe in, the kind of person that you want to become, the kind of mission that you're on in life, 
how to develop and express your strengths and talents, and how to have healthy friendships that matter. The big project that we're trying to do with the U School is to partner with parents and schools to make wise, healthy adults. And the thing about making adults is that developmentally, especially in the teenage years, teenagers want more freedom. They want more freedom to choose. It's healthy. They want to control their lives. And likely the biggest area of conflict that you have between you and your kids is around freedom. It's around choices. It's around responsibility. It's all the same stuff. The kid that wants to stay out later, I want more freedom, meets the parent who says, I want you to come home earlier because I don't trust that you're going to make wise choices when you're gone and you're not inside my supervision. Your kids want more freedom and you want to give it to them. Ultimately, as parents, not only is our goal to get them out of the house and self-sufficient, paying for themselves, but we also want them to do that with a sense of clarity, honesty, conviction, integrity. We want them to grow up well. So as parents, we need to give them more, more freedom, but we also need to see that the freedom that we give them is matched with them taking responsibility, making good choices, wise choices with that freedom. So if we extend their curfew, we want to be able to trust that when they're out later, less supervised, that they're gonna make choices that are good for them and good for your family. Does that make sense? The problem is, as we give them more freedom and invite them to take on more responsibility, kids often don't. They don't turn their homework in on time. They make poor choices when they're unsupervised. They don't make wise, healthy decisions around eating or sleeping because they're kids, because their brains haven't fully developed, because they haven't learned the natural consequences of life. And if we don't let them feel those consequences, if we don't let them have the freedom to fail, the freedom to fall, if we don't give them those opportunities to experience those things, then they won't be able to step into the freedom that we need them to take in a responsible way. And that's the danger of parenting, is how much to give them, what kind of boundaries can we expand in their lives to give them more freedom and trust that they're going to fail, they're going to fall, they're going to feel big things, but we can walk alongside them to coach them, to catch them, to encourage them, and help them to learn how to be responsible for their own lives. That is the rub as parents. What we want to share with you is the most important thing that you can do as a parent to help your kids grow in freedom and responsibility so that they become healthy, happy, wise adults that get out of the house and get off the payroll and make choices to live life well. Here it is. It's the first of three steps, and all we're going to cover in this episode is the first step. But here it is. Deal with yourself. <laughs> Deal with your fears. Deal with your anxiety. It's a great quote by a woman who's a, a, a writer, a PhD, Shafali Saberi. She's written a couple of great books, more than two, but two that really uh, resonate for parents. One is called Conscious Parent. The other one is called The Awakened Family. Here's a quote. 
The problem is that in our great desire to see our children do well, we interact with them through the lens of fear that they might fail. A fear that our children absorb. What she helps us to see, and has helped me to see, is that one of the big things that triggers in me when I give my kids more freedom is that I'm afraid that they're going to make choices that have lifelong consequences. If I don't choose to force them to do homework when I tell them to, what if they never learn the value of hard work? If I choose to let them have more freedom with their friends and less supervision, I'm worried that they're going to do things that could damage their lives or the lives of other people, that there could be real consequences. If I don't monitor their gaming or their social media or their internet or their binge watching on Netflix, I'm afraid that they're going to become lazy or addicted or shallow human beings. I don't know if you can relate to that. But the most important thing that we can do as parents, before we learn techniques, strategies, how to have conversations to partner with them before we really think through the next steps to expand their boundaries, we need to deal with ourselves. There's a few questions that you might use, a few prompts to help you think this through. And we'll share this worksheet as a PDF to this episode in the show notes. Number one, I'm anxious that, dot, dot, dot. Uh, I'm anxious that they're not going to make the right choices around their homework. I'm anxious that they're going to choose the wrong friends. I'm anxious that they're going to do something when I'm not watching. Second one is I'm worried about, I'm worried about their gaming. They're playing so much. It seems like that's all they want to do. I'm worried about the way that they're treating their brother and their sister because they just don't seem to be kind or considerate ever. I'm worried about their future. I'm worried about their friends. Third, what if? What if they never learn the value of hard work? What if they never get out of taking things for granted? What if they always stay entitled and self-centered? Fourth, what about? What about that friend that I don't really know? What about gaming that I don't understand and the brain development? What about their future? What about? We want to encourage parents to deal with their own feelings, their own fears, their own insecurities, their own anxiety. Because if you want to help model for your kids healthy adulthood, that's the best thing you could do is help show them that you can have insane uh, amounts of love and concern and care, but that that doesn't turn into anxiety, doesn't turn into big feelings. Because when we are anxious as parents, we get intense, we get loud, we get lecturing, we get condescending, we get annoying, we get luxury. I know that's not a word, but it's not helpful for, for kids because when we get intense with them, when we get big, when we express big reactions to them towards them, number one, they shut down, they have a fight or flight response, and they can't actually think for themselves in a healthy way. It's, it's research, it's brain science, it's brain chemistry. So if we want to help our kids learn how to be more responsible with the boundaries that we're giving them, the freedom that they have to make their own choices because it's their life, not ours, then we need to learn how to deal with ourselves. We need to learn how to journal our feelings out, how to share this with our spouse or a partner, how to share this with a close friend or a therapist, 
your big fears because your fears are real. Your fears and concerns and worries and anxieties are valid. They are the most important thing in your life. But you got to learn how to deal with it and find peace. So download the worksheet that we have on the website with the show notes. And if you have other friends, friends of yours, parents that have, that have kids, please share this episode with them and let them know that we're happy to come in and set up some workshops at their school. So it's your life, it's your story, and these are your kids, but you can't choose their story for them. They have to write their own story.